Hey, man, is that the Garage Rock Show podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is the Garage Rock Show podcast. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash the Garage Rock Show to become a monthly supporter. And make sure to check us out online at thegaragerockshow.com and give us a follow on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Garage Rock Show. Now on to this week's episode. It's Friday. It's time for another episode of the Garage Rock Show podcast. Chris here with our special guest this week. Charles, good to have you back, man. Hey, what's up? Not much. Uh, Jar- uh, Dahlia will be joining us in just a bit, so stick around for that. But this week's giveaway on the Garage Prize Closet for episode number 61, Friday, May 24th. Hopefully you guys enjoying your Memorial Day weekend. Uh, we got some things to give away for before the month is through, so make sure you guys text the word podcast to 68683. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T to 68683 uh, we got Bad Religion's new album Age of Unreason Led Zeppelin's How the West Was Won live 3 CD set Pink Floyd The Early Years DVD CD combo yes. or Long Strange Trip The Untold Story of the Grateful Dead Blu-ray all you gotta do is text the word podcast 68683 go through the steps confirm your entry for this week's giveaway good luck awesome this week's new releases on Wait, t- 24th of May real What's quick up? how do you um do a lot of people text podcast? Do you get like a lot of takers on that? Yeah, some of the uh, entries that we've gotten so far from St. Paul, Minnesota, Kansas City, Missouri, Overland Park, Kansas, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, nice. Nashville, Clarksville, Gainesville, Florida, uh, Syracuse, Phoenix, Kalamazoo, Boise, Manville. A lot of these guys, we got uh, entries. Uh, uh, all throughout the past couple months uh, for some of these prizes. Oh. So thank you guys for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Keep it coming. Uh, 24th of May. All right. New albums out today. So make sure you check them out from Flying Lotus, Honey Blood, Emil and the Sniffers, uh, Hayden Thorpe. Oh, hey, Dahlia's joining us. What's hey. up, Dahlia? Hey, what's up, Garage yeah. Rock Show listeners? Thank and, you for um, joining us. All of those listeners out there internationally thank you for listening we appreciate it oh, we appreciate right. all the feedback yeah. um, definitely thank you thank you very much for listening mm-hmm. uh, always at the garage rock show.com uh all right lots of new music out new album from morrissey guys it's his uh covers album california sun not a bunch <laughs> of new original <laughs> music but uh, a bunch of covers and stuff He's just a little bit yeah he is <laughs> <laughs> and he <laughs> hates me uh, Justin Towns Earl, great musician. Uh, I haven't heard this album, Saint of Lost Causes, but that's out today. Um, Sting, no shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. Wow, he's got an album out today called My Songs. Right on. Uh, Sebado, great band. Um, a new album out called Act Surprise, Black Mountain, Steve Lacey. So check those out if you're a fan. Uh, kicking off the rock news this week, The Cure have announced a major tour. Oh, and I saw that. Basically, a... All-in-one festival here. It's called Pasadena Daydream. Oh, my God. Look at that lineup. What do you think oh of that, Dahlia? Oh, my God. And uh, Charles, obviously. What's what's grabbing it for you? I mean, just The Cure in general? The, or? the three. So read, know, it, read it off for our listeners. The Cure, Pixies, Deftones. Those are the three Those are the three headlining That's a great acts. three right there, i yeah. got to say. And I think the Deftones have done covers of they. I know they've done cover of The Cure, but I, I you know I'm sure they've done covers of Pixies. And it's, and I mean, seriously, like the three of those, uh, it's an emotion. Well, 
it's going to be emotional time for a lot of people. I think a lot of there's going to be audience members who are probably going to kill themselves just <laughs> like in the audience. You know, they're let's hope them. not. Let's <laughs> hope not. You'd be like, this is it because there are there those are three very emotionally driven bands. Yeah, yeah. definitely. You know? You're right. You're right. Yeah, the bands that you listen to when you just broke up with somebody at twelve o'clock and you're you know and you're sad and smoking cigarettes at age fifteen. <laughs> they're going to wait and do it during the twilight sad set. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, it's twi- the Twilight Sad set. I was going to say the undercard is also very emo and um, emotional. Mogwai, Throwing Muses, yeah. The Joy Formidable, Chelsea Wolf, which is, she is awesome. She's very heavy and dark as well. So this is going to be a pretty cool lineup, and it's all happening Saturday, August 31st. Uh, excuse me. Saturday, August 31st at the Brookside Rose Bowl. So it, that's in Pasadena, California. So check that out. Uh, some free concerts happening oh, at the wow. Lagunitas Brewery. Just go to their website to register for some free tickets. Check out all these bands that are going to be there. Uh, Fiddler, Antibalas, a great band, Antibalas Orchestra from New York. They're amazing. Uh, Thundercat, the Budos Band, James McCurdy, the Nude Party, Shannon and the Clams, Man Mad. Look at that with special guest Creed Bratton oh, from wow. The Office. Wow, that's, that, that's, that's Creed. hilarious. Oh, Creed, that's awesome. Creed from The Office is going to be there. And with it's a Mad free Man. show. Like, where is totally that? Totally free. That's, it's at the brewery in Lagunitas, California. That's so oh, cool. That is very cool. That would be a fun event. All you got to yeah. do is go to lagunitas.com/live and register. It's, it's going, twenty-one and over. Obviously. It's going to be so packed. So Lagunitas is out of Petaluma, right? Petaluma, you're right. My bad. Uh, so oh, there wow, you go. That's like right close to that's right next close to Santa to Rosa. It's it's a nice pl- Petaluma is such a oh, nice yeah. place. Yeah, I it's remember gorgeous. going to like festas there as a kid. Like yeah. it's like a Portuguese <laughs> no town. No. That's oh, so it's funny that so it's check it out. Lagunitas.com slash live and you can check out all those shows for free. You just got to oh, register. That's so cool. They uh, give you free tickets. So there How you go. Fun. All right, so check it out. This is a really cool thing that uh, the Who and Eddie Vedder. You know, these guys, they're such legends in the rock world and stuff, and they, they don't really have to do fun, cool uh, things that benefit a lot of people, mm-hmm. but they just continue to do it, and they've rolled out a new sweepstakes for just 10 bucks. Oh, you wow. Could, all you got to do is donate $10, and it goes through the Teenage Cancer America Fund. So it's a great cause, right? And you could score two premium tickets to meet the band, The Who, and special guest Eddie Vedder at their massive July 6th gig in London's Wembley Stadium. Oh, wow. You get two tickets, meet and greet, backstage, royal box seats, airfare, hotel for two, backstage access, Whoa. all this stuff, a signed concert poster. For a $10 donation? For a $10 donation. All you got to do is go to ifonly.com and slash music and then check out the promotion there for The Who. So that's pretty awesome. All goes to a great charity. <laughs> This was funny, though. I wanted to show you guys. Uh, okay, so The Who's been on their, um, basically kind of their finale tour. Yeah. They're doing their final deal. And they played recently Madison Square Garden. And, you know, Madison Square Garden's one of the premier venues oh, of, yeah. of the United States. Big yeah. crowd. Lots of people in New York. Well, Roger Daltrey was not too happy with apparently somebody that was smoking weed. In the front of the crowd. No. Oh, and he gets upset? Yeah, listen. He quotes listen, listen. smoking grass. He says he's allergic to it. He says, you fucked my night up. My voice just goes. 
he says, fuck you. Oh, wow. To that guy smoking weed at Madison Square Garden. Roger Daltrey from The Who does not appreciate marijuana. He says oh, he's allergic man. to it. Uh, and so he fucking called that That's guy That's crazy. So, if you're at a Who show and you're in the front row, don't smoke weed because Roger yeah. Daltrey is going to f- fucking tell you off. You know so. what? It would be crazy if the guy who was smoking weed was also a pinball wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> do you think he's really allergic to it, or do you think he's bullshitting? Um, well, I'm not... He says his voice goes... <laughs> so no, apparently, I, like, I it dries it, it, like, dries I, it out, I, like I he can't. gets yeah. cotton mouth from no, secondhand I, smoke. Yeah, Is that what I, he's saying? I totally get it, because I'm not a user. Um, and if You're I'm around it, like, right... <laughs> but if I'm around it like too much, like I, you start to feel oh, yeah? weird. You yeah. know what I mean? Your right. blood pressure you goes up. And oh no, I get it. Absolutely. If you're not a smoker, mm-hmm. then oh yeah, then it, it does ruin your night because you, you're you're not looking for like a, a euphoric experience when you're working. Yeah, right. I and get that way with incense. I I'm, I have horrible allergic reactions with incense. Yeah, like right. I, I my I clog up almost immediately. It's hard to breathe. It's yeah. horrible. I love that the title of that segue was in other who news, much like a Doctor <laughs> Seuss, like a right. Doctor Seuss novel. Yeah, you like in that? Other who news. You know, it, we were talking about meeting Eddie Vedder, and for whatever reason, this is going through my brain. That if if somebody ever met Eddie, Eddie Vedder, he'd probably just stand there like in the kitchen, just chewing his fingernails and rocking back and forth, looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> you know. God, that'd be so creepy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Crow milk, of course, is the protein-based milk uh, dairy product made with the eggs of crows, which we all know the eggs of crows are some of the most fortified eggs in the bird kingdom. Charles, you know from harvesting crows' eggs uh, yourself. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The, the fortification and benefits of these crows' eggs. Yeah. Sometimes you can just crack one open in your mouth and get the raw nutrients like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. But crow's milk does so much more. It, it not Helps only with inflammation. It, it it not only harnesses yeah. the power of the crow egg, but it it <laughs> blends it up in dairy based product that is just uh, second to mm-hmm. none. You know, and it truly gives you that. It truly gives you that that scavenger chest. Like it, <laughs> it really it makes you. It you makes know. you have the mindset of a crow. You can see those crows on the street where you're yeah. driving your car, <laughs> and they don't move out of the way. Yeah. Because they're fucking jacked up on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you could be the same way. You know, you could just have that I don't give a fuck mentality yeah. on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. Crow, yeah, crow milk. Drink it. <laughs> Drink it and, and be one with, with your own, um, with your karma. Harness the power of the crow. Harness the power of the crow. Crow milk, so. Thank you, crow milk. Uh, check it out. Another rock news, guys. Queen apparently hasn't made any money from Bohemian Rhapsody, according to guitarist Brian May. He's uh, He isn't sure how much money a film has to make before the big checks start rolling in, hmm. but apparently it's more than $900 million because they haven't made any money and they've already made that much money on the film. Here's the deal. Uh, May insists that, quote, he and drummer Roger Taylor and retired bassist John Deacon have yet to see a penny from the movie's massive box office returns. Hmm. They have invested nearly $1 billion into this movie. Oh, my god! So it's barely breaking the $1 billion mark in the box office. The film has won two Golden Globes and Academy Awards and pushed nearly $1 billion at the box office but has yet to turn a profit. Uh, Apparently, uh, he says, quote, It was a long labor of love, about 12 years in development, I guess. He told him, we thought it would do well in the end. We felt good about it, but we didn't realize it would do that well. 
So, I mean, it was a big risk. It was almost like they were going at it like, we're not going to make any money off of this. Let's just do it how we want it. Mm -hmm. It's taken a long time. But now they actually may see a profit. So it may actually be kind of a cool story in the end. Um, He says a lot of other people involved with Bohemian Rhapsody uh, stand to get paid before Queen does. Okay. Uh, You know, obviously, so. I am going to say one thing, though. So, I mean, hopefully they appreciate the, you know, I know they're listening right now. But um, of course, Brian May's yep. listening right now. Yes. Absolutely, and I I hope they appreciate the fact that when the movie came out, and right before the movie came out, and you know up until now, that Queen albums have kind of jumped quite a bit. Specifically, exactly, this. So they are making a considerable amount of money. My friend pointed that out as well, and that's a very good point. Is that they have made a lot of money on their album sales, streaming downloads, and otherwise because of this film. Yeah. So they're making money, but he's just pointing out, well, on the not film itself, film. yeah, not from the actual movie. We yet. haven't that made any sense. money. He said, "What did they spend one billion dollars on to make that film?" Well, over like, twelve was, years, though, babe. Think about, good... think about how a movie like you know a typical blockbuster Hollywood movies, right around I don't know five hundred million. Honestly, yeah, you know, yeah, for a typical blockbuster major motion picture, even so, Ma- even Mamma Mia cost uh, the sec- the sequel cost one point <laughs> six billion dollars to make. <laughs> Right. We don't know if that's true, but and, yeah, I yeah. would I would agree. That and, it, and forty million of that was in burning costs of the previous of all the scripts, right? Exactly. <laughs> all the failed the fires they had because of the scripts. Yeah. Oh my god. Mamma so... Mia, the third. <laughs> Mamma Mia, creature from the black lagoon. <laughs> they're back and they're singing and they are out for revenge. <laughs> Some crazy shit, right? You'd be like, what? What are you fucking talking about? Let it die. Just let it die. Let, let, that, it die. let that shit die. Oh, my yeah. God. Um, all right. Okay, hold on. We're, we're going to move on to some other rock news here. I just... Uh, this week has been a holiday week. I'll be honest with all of you guys listening out yeah, there. Yeah, we're mm. on vacation we're right no, now. Yeah, we're on vacation. We don't go back cool. to work for next week. Uh, <laughs> cool. I, and and the deal is is that I didn't I didn't have everything just exactly the way I wanted it to this week uh, for all you guys. I honestly, it sounds kind of whatever, but I do a lot of hard work to get the the prep mm-hmm. the prep ready for the week. And since I've been a kind of off the the internet for the past five days, I don't I don't know if this is all the latest news. <laughs> hey, it's latest. So somebody's to me. like, hey, you're not talking about this, and you're not talking about that. Yeah, sorry, We're I sorry. you know, uh, you know, we didn't get to all that. But there are a couple hot topics here I want to get to real quick. One of them is really sad, and uh, I just want to shift gears to that as we mention it because it is relevant. Um, that Slipknot's uh, Sean Crahan. He's the guy known as Clown. His daughter died on, oh, on Wednesday. She was only 22 years old. Oh. Uh, he says, quote, while it's not possible for me to read and respond to each individual message and comment right now, I want you to know we feel the energy shared. We're so grateful. You've all proven that there's empathy, positivity, and strength in the community, blah, blah, blah. Here's the deal. She died on Saturday, May 18th. Sean announcing the death on Sunday. No cause of death has been revealed pending toxicology results. Gabrielle was one of four children Sean had with his wife, whom he married. And there's an update apparently from TMZ that Wednesday, Wednesday night it was reported by TMZ that his daughter had died from what appeared to be a drug overdose. Police and fire responded to a call for a possible OD at a Hollywood home found her body. CPR was administered, pronounced dead. 
Law enforcement sources say there was drug paraphernalia and evidence of narcotic use at the scene. Gabrielle apparently had a history of drug use as well. Yeah. Super tragic and just, you know, just a bummer. But no, please don't be fentanyl. Please don't be fentanyl. I know. I, Fentanyl's I, everywhere. I hate Goodness. to see the toxic. We or, were just talking about that earlier today. Any other opioids. We were, yeah. we were talking about it. Uh, I, really yeah. hope it's, I really hope it's not. Um, all right. Let's move on to some more positive news. As Zach Wilde's Black Sabbath tribute band is going to be re-recording... Black Sabbath's entire first album. Oh, sick. This is actually kind of cool, and I, I wanted to mention this. Here's the deal. They're going to record this according to Black Sabbath, or excuse me, according to Zach Wilde. Here's what they say. Quote, Vertigo Records issued the debut album by Black Sabbath on Friday, February 13th, 1970. World was never the same. Exactly 50 years to the date later, Zach Sabbath will feature the first chapter in the Sabbath catalog, with a reverently rendered tribute simply titled Vertigo. Our aim is to record the album in original recordings live in a fully analog oh, studio, sick. direct to two inch tape, uh, excuse me, direct to two inch tape in a single 24 hour period. A film crew will document the process, culminating in a single album and DVD release limited to just 500 copies and delivered to purchasers on February 13th, 2020. Oh, wow. That's amazing. It will not be made available commercially or digitally or in any other format beyond the initial 500 copies, which will be delivered in a single package containing a vinyl LP, CD, digital download code, and DVD. Wow. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And so good for them on doing that mm-hmm. and a fitting tribute. I, I'm sure that's going to be pretty cool. I predict that there will be generals gathering in their masses <laughs> the, in their masses yeah just like witches at black masses yeah probably <laughs> yep um moving on to some more rock news robert plant paying tribute to john bonham here's a <laughs> yeah <laughs> although john bonham's 71st birthday isn't until may 31st robert plant took time out on social Aww. media to salute his best friend the late zeppelin uh the late led zeppelin drummer john bonham Posted face it. Uh, I don't know why the photo's not showing up here on the website, but there was a photo of uh, Robert Plant looking at his statue, and the statue is really cool. It shows John Bonham in his drum kit, like all bronzed out. This really cool statue, and yeah. So he kind of went to him uh, on his on the day that he passed away. Uh, he says, "Quote: The most outstanding and original drummer of his time, John Bonham's popularity and influence continue to resonate within the world of music and beyond." Um, so there you go. Very cool. Um, paying tribute to one of the best drummers of our time. Um, okay, so let's move on to some more. We got some rock news, or excuse me, um, trivia. We got some trivia going on. Oh, yeah. This week, uh, what is today? May 24th, on this day in rock and roll history trivia. Let's do it. Hold on. It's loading. What is the White Album? No, you're okay. wrong. <laughs> the screen's white. <laughs> you always see those joke things like uh, the White Album it's memorial a, shirt, a and it's just t-shirt. a blank T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take uh, the Rapist for five hundred. <laughs> That's you mean therapist? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, have you guys seen an uh, audience? I'm not talking to Chris and Dahlia. Audience, <laughs> yeah. Um, Members, surviving members of Queen. Have you seen <laughs> the documentary um, 
the documentary on Robert Johnson on on Netflix. No. Yeah. Oh I my seen it. god, it's 45 minutes. It's epic. It's What's called, it called? It's called like The Devil at the Crossroads and it's, oh, it nice. surrounds that whole legend about how he became right. a blues legend because he sold sold, sold the soul. Sold to the devil. Yeah. yeah, and it's really it's 45 it's 45 minute long documentary on Netflix and it's re, it's really interesting. That That's cool. awesome. You guys got to check it out. It's got all kinds of cool um it's got Keith Richards is there all fucked up. Oh, <laughs> oh, I, oh I bet, dude. I yeah, bet. he's he's looking like he's going to live for another 60 years, though. <laughs> he's just like, Robert Johnson, I knew him. <laughs> 1925. Right? <laughs> All right, let's move on. So, on this day in music history trivia, May 24th, on this day in 2010, the lead singer of this band pushes a fan off the stage. After that, fan has reportedly uh, rushed the stage multiple times. The fan later dies of his injuries, and the singer served five weeks prison time. Ooh. What band was it? Was it A, Nuclear Holocaust, B, Cannibal Corpse, or C, Lamb of God? Oh, man. And I oh. will tell you, this is in another country that this happened. Oh, man. I'm going to go with On a Lamb European of God. Tour. I'm going to go with C, Lamb of God. Okay. I almost reason? went with Cannibal Corpse, <sighs> but... Well, any... Re- Tell the listeners any reason. Um, I don't know. I feel like I've heard this story. Maybe no, it's not Cannibal well, it could Corpse. Could be. I mean, you know, this was in 2010. So yeah. Well, yeah. It's like in the last few years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going with. Oh my god! I don't even know who Nuclear Holocaust is. I'll just say these are all. I don't just, think it's it was Cannibal a heavy Corpse. metal band. They're all heavy I'm going metal with kind of thrash. Okay. Final final answer. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I think I, I, I'm trying to think back at this time period specifically, and, like, I know that he was involved in several, you know, several crazy things during this time, so I think I'm going to go with D, a Coke-fueled <laughs> David Crosby. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, Bush. That, that could be the wild card answer. Push to fan. I remember this. Yeah. Climb down from that palm tree and oh, push the fan. <laughs> And killed him just with a white, just white speckled mustache in a, <laughs> in a white hot rage. In a white hot rage. It was clutching, for whatever reason, a toothbrush in one hand and in the other hand, a bottle of ball jack. I'm going with C, Lamb of God. Uh, I think I, I yeah. You oh, okay, there we go. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so this was, of course, at a Lamb of God concert in Prague on this day, May 24th in 2010. Lead singer Randy Blythe pushes a fan that has repeatedly rushed the stage. Off off the stage for the third and final time, the man falls backward, hits his head, and dies two weeks later from the injury. Wow. He doesn't know that the fan is seriously injured at the time and isn't aware when Czech authorities issue a warrant for his arrest. Wow. The band returns to play a show in 2012, and police detain him before the show and hold him in prison for five weeks. He later stands trial and is cleared of his charges. A documentary, As the Palaces Burn, was made in 2013 and is available on Netflix. It chronicles the events leading up to and after the whole ordeal, highlighting the rights of performing musicians in foreign countries, dealing with different judicial systems and more. It's definitely worth watching. It's called As the Palaces Burn, so check that one out, guys. Well, you know, um, know, uh, I I read that Beastie Boys um, book. And it was amazing. Oh, right. It was yeah. amazing. And actually, uh, it happened to one of them in, um, oh, man, I can't remember exactly what. I think it may have been in, um, 
It may have been in England. It it happened. It happened to one of them though. This the same thing. Like something happened with like injured a fan, a fan or something. Or, yeah, or something. And it, it was a it was like a fake news story that just blew up, and it became all Crazy. these accusations. And one of them actually was facing serious jail time over this yeah. whole thing. Wow. It's nuts. In other countries, man, they don't fucking play <laughs> yeah. around. Even no. if it's like a a rumor yeah. or like unproven, it's like you're. You're fucking guilty. Yeah. Chris and I have seen that firsthand. Chris and I do a lot of media and, and things like that for this show. And we were at like a reggae concert like, I don't know, six years ago. I don't yeah. remember what, what, if it was reggae in the hills or whatever. But this guy kept getting up on stage. It and was going reggae to, in the hills. And, and wow. pushing. Uh, I don't know what Marley. It was like Ziggy Marley. No, or, it wasn't actually. It was Capleton. Oh, it was, was it Capleton? It wasn't even uh, Like three the times he was able to get up there and he was just pushing him and wow. they were like getting him out and it was just crazy we're they standing there on the side of the stage and we're like stop the what show is happening wow. right now this guy was totally lunatic he wasn't feeling iry no he was not <laughs> he iry, wasn't iry at, at all. all yeah <laughs> he was stripping dude he yeah was, he was on one yeah that's craziness yeah anyway he was trying to run up there and hug him well i mean th- you know think uh think back in texas a fan gets up and and pulls out a gun and kills yeah. you know one of the one of the Dime most notori- yeah one of the most notorious gar- guitarists in metal history and it's like what the fuck is that about you have to I don't know I think I would probably push a fan oh yeah if they got up on stage yeah and try exactly. to you don't know me. what they're doing mm-hmm. yeah you you never know and it's like get out get out yeah this is my, get space. Out of my space I'm a performing artist you shouldn't be on there's a reason why there's a barricade in security and all mm-hmm. all right so let's move on to some more do you have low energy. Fatigue? A case of the moon days? Do you feel stranded, alone, and lost in the bleak void of primitive human existence? Longing for an ambrosia that will perk clarity and pull you from the dull sludge of your dismal life and family? Ball Jack's the key! Made from a patented blend of a thousand milligrams of taurine for the drive of a true Ball Jack champion. 300 cc's of caffeine stack! 5,000 milliliters of ginkgo biloba. Helping to stimulate the brain and regain the memory loss as a result of drinking ball jack. <laughs> Plus 20 cardiograms straight from the delta thorax of a living Malaysian tiger. Wow. And an ounce of pineapple juice concentrate. Ball jack will transform you from the pathetic, lazy, stupid, idiot slob that you are right now to something akin to a Buster Rhymes hype man in just seconds. <laughs> grab the intensity. Grab the heat. Grab some ball jack right in the ball jack. Available at participating local motels. Copyright thegaragerockshow.com. All rights reserved. Winton, California. Just listen to the non-forced consumer testimonials from Nancy in Huskogee, Wyoming. <laughs> Come on, Nancy. No, no. Uh, See, she's she's just she's so jacked out of her mind right now. She can't even can't. properly put to words. Charles, just listen to the non-forced consumer testimonial from James from Red Eye District of New Jersey. James, how do you how do you feel about Ball Jack, James? <laughs> James, he's playing James. Has James is jacked out of his mind right now too. He can't even put it oh, into words James. either. <laughs> Ball Jack, guaranteed little to no teeth loss. <laughs> On this day in 1997, Ooh. this debut album hits number one in the United States, making them. This is really interesting. On this day, 1997 making them the first British act to reach number one in the U.S. with their debut album. Oh, man. So a lot of British acts reach number one in the U.S. throughout the years, many times. This was their debut album from this British group. Oh. Was it A, 
Daft Punk Homework, B Spice Girls Spice, or C The Hives Barely Legal. I'm going with Spice Girls Spice. Okay, this was the I remember supposedly that album. the debut album that hit number one in the U.S. in the first oh, time. This well, was, the Hives would have had a debut album. These are all their debut albums. I did research on all of these bands. Oh. These all came out in 97. Daft and these Punk? are I thought they yep. were French. The, these are Spice all... Girls? I thought Daft Punk was French. Oh, well, I mean, maybe one of them is. Well, and then I'm Daft not Punk's, sure if both of them are, but... Oh, gotcha, Well, gotcha. the Around the World song came out in, like, These 95. are all... De- no, that's not true. The, this album from Daft Punk, Spice Girls, Hives, all came out in 97... I did research oh, to make wow. sure that these now are all stuck accurate. in my head. No, the song is stuck in my head. Around the world. Damn it. Ugh. So I'm yeah. not trying to throw you guys off or throw out oh. fake information there. These all are all debut albums from these bands in 1997. Well, you know what, Chris? I've got to say, just by asking this question, you know, tell me what you want. <laughs> what, you what, really what you really, really want. Really want. So you I'll tell you what you want. Both going <laughs> with Spice Girls? Wanna, yeah. yeah. I'm going with Spice Girls. <laughs> I'm going with Spice Girls. God damn it. You're oh, right. look yeah. at that. Oh, yeah. Spice Girls that. album Spice hits number one in the U.S., yeah. making them the first British act to reach number one in the U.S. with their debut I album. I remember that. It was like in eighth grade. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Sorry, All right, yeah. Showing my age. That's all right. All right. Uh, speaking of movie, TV, and entertainment news. Oh, cool. Rocco's Modern Life is coming to Netflix, guys. Oh, cool. Entitled Rocco's Modern Life Static Cling. It's a full-length feature. Nice. And it's going to be, uh, it was previewed at Comic-Con by Nickelodeon. Are the B-52s still going to do the opening? Oh, music? yeah. That would be dope. Rocco's yeah. Modern Life. Here's, yeah. the, here's the plot. Quote, Rocco has trouble accepting his 21st century modern life. While Heifer and Filbert embrace every aspect of new technology, social media, and the endless diversity of food trucks. How funny. Rocco wholeheartedly believes that his nostalgia for the past can save him from the tortures of the modern world. Oh, yeah. That sounds good. I'm probably going to watch that. sounds good. I loved that (laughs) cartoon. So check this out. Um, Other movie TV entertainment news. Amazon snagging the rights to Star Trek with Captain Picard. That's right. He's going to be in it. He's retired, though, in this one. Jean-Luc Picard will be there. Patrick Stewart uh, is starring in the show. The deal was struck by CBS Studios as a CBS all-access original. Yeah. And it will appear uh, on uh, Star Trek on Amazon's rival Netflix. God, does he age? He doesn't age. No, he doesn't. He yeah. looks exactly the same. Yeah. As I remember him watching watching him as a child. It's so crazy. Like, uh, what do Did you... you guys ever see that movie Snowpiercer? Oh, I love that movie. That was a I good think it's one, a totally right? underrated movie. Like, people, very good. Yeah, yeah. I, it's a great movie. I agree. So, TBS is making its first move into dramatic programming with Snowpiercer. Nice. It's going to be an original TV series, and it's going to be um, part of. Uh, yeah, okay, so it says they're moving from TNT to TBS. The oh, first season man. is slated to debut spring of 2020, and it's going to be starring Jennifer Connelly and oh. David Diggs. Okay. So Jennifer Connelly is in it. That's, oh, that's yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Oh, man, I just think of the, the waste uh, little bars that they would eat. <laughs> the, oh, God, sticking the, the human the waste arm bars. Out, sticking their arm out of the window whenever they get punished. Oh, yeah. Their arm just, like, falls off Yeah, because of the snow out there crazy all right so disney taking control of hulu before their own streaming launch comcast has agreed to give walt disney full control of hulu in a deal that puts a minimum future value on the streaming service of 27.5 billion wow 
So Comcast and Disney, man, this is crazy. Yeah. Um, Disney would immediately assume all operational control of Hulu under this new agreement. Yeah. Um, that's cra- that is crazy. Disney is, is just starting to own huge everything. Power moves, man. They're yeah. monopolizing. Oh, absolutely. So here's the deal. They have to make power moves, though. At this point. Oh yeah, because you got you know you've got the the Bezos type uh, you know monopolizing going on. Have you there. heard about all the new movies that they're lining oh, up yeah. for? Oh yeah, the new Avatar. New Avatar. So the biggest shuffle is for James Cameron's long-awaited Avatar sequels. Yeah. Disney has announced the first sequel is being pushed back an entire year from December 2020. 20 to December 17th, 2021. Yeah. They're they, going to do all kinds of Avatar sequels. Well, they leaked the script for this new Avatar Did they? one. Yeah, and and it really, it's, you know, it's been like 10 years, and what's-his-face, the main character, has gotten kind of fat, and he's <laughs> and he's married to the other one, and, and, you know, she's all pissed off. They have kids together, and the kids are just brats. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, and they've just, it's the struggle, the life of the Avatar. The whole thing is just, you know, custody battles. Right. And that. <laughs> Food stamps. <laughs> Food stamps, the way that they do it, I think it's like with leaves. Um, one one of them's addicted summer. to fentanyl. Yeah, it's fentanyl's there. It's somewhere. And whatever those beasts are that they kind of ride around and stuff, they've been, you know, mechanized in some This is all place. absolutely false. We don't know what we're talking about. But <laughs> check it out, guys. This is a this is a funny story. Um okay, I wanted to talk about this on Sports Minute just real quick this week. Yar. You hear that? That's the sound of Mother Nature. She's an uncompromising beast. Think about it. What was the largest mammal in the history of this earth? The blue whale. What a date to become the largest beast on the planet? Krill. That's right. We've harnessed the power of the wild and mysterious krill in our new triple baleen filtered krill reserve lager. We filter our beer in a revolutionary baleen strainer, imitating the way blue whales would eat and process their krill. Yar, this is the same process. Filters and extracts all of the seaworthy nutrients your body needs. We only harvest the most wild and exotic krill from one of the most deadly seas on the planet, the Black Sea. Yar! So whether you're fishing for barnacles, sailing the seven seas of cheese, or disposing of unwanted trash or bodies in your nearest lake. Yar, you need an uncompromising lager made of the same nutrients that fuel the beasts of the sea. Krill Reserve Lager. Triple baleen filtered for maximum krill potency. It's not just delicious, it's krillicious. Yar! And now it's time for Sports Minute. That's right. Thank you, Charles. Um, worst national anthem ever. <laughs> They're saying this guy did the worst national anthem ever. Uh, Cuba, Cuba Gooding Sr.? Could it be? Cuba Gooding Sr. is pretty damn funny. We've I don't know, guys. Like, yeah, we, we watched that funny. video. Yeah. It was awful. Pretty, pretty bad. I'm trying to load it. It's not loading right now. We'll we'll load it for Go you. Go ahead and just sing it for us, Chris. Just give on. us a little snippet. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're back. I found the uh, the video here. We're trying to load this video here of quite possibly according to this uh oh no it's lost the con uh, oh man <laughs> lost, lost the connection here they're saying it's quite possibly the worst national anthem ever done it was done in north carolina recently it's so bad like the internet doesn't even work yeah with it's so bad <laughs> the internet up. isn't even allowing us yeah to, uh, connection lost please connection lost <laughs> 
So no. check it out. I'm sure if you just Google like worst national anthem ever and look at the date, it's going to be from last week in North Carolina. So check yeah. that out. Fer- Fergie's Fergie's is pretty bad for me. It's it, the reason why it's so cringeworthy because she because through the whole thing she thinks that she's doing so well, and at the end at the end she's like, yeah. But whoever this like, guy was a substitute. He he didn't he, even yeah he wasn't even like he didn't prepare for it. I don't think. Yeah, uh, fully, and that's why it came across as so bad. Yeah, and then he like tries to get the crowd into it in the middle of it, and uh, oh, it's just it's so painful to watch some. Of oh those things, man, right? Like I don't know, Carl. Uh, what's his face? Carl Lewis does a pretty bad one too. I don't know who that his, is. His 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 voice the, is the runner from the 1940s. He, uh, Carl no. Lewis. Uh, uh-uh. he's a um <laughs> he's a uh like a boxer. He does it in the oh. 90s, and he does a really bad job. And then Cuba Gooding Senior, of course, his is like notoriously bad. And then Fergie's that whole, oh, they can oh, you. Yeah. I was like, oh. Is she trying to be like She's trying to make sensual? it sexy. Yeah. But Ew. what's really funny about the Fergie national anthem is that you it shows, it pans around, and you see the warriors standing there like laughing. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. They're trying to stay, you know. And that's the thing. It's yeah. like you don't fuck with the national anthem. You can do all your own stuff like any yep. other time. Uh, you know, fluctuate the tone, do everything yeah. you want to do on anything else but the national anthem. Oh yeah, just stop, just stop, just don't even, don't <laughs> even attempt it. You know, I, I think it might be working for us, guys. All right, I'm gonna turn it up. All right. <laughs> he said, "Light." <laughs> let me, let me hear you. Here we go. Beating, so brightly beating. This is live. He doesn't know the words. Oh. He doesn't know the words. (laughs) Everybody's kind of looking around like. Okay. At least know the words. Oh, jeez. Did they just? Is this like a random hobo they pulled off the street? <laughs> He's got a salmon-colored jacket on. It, it is salmon-colored. <laughs> Come on, salmon-colored coat. Give me strength. Give me strength now. <laughs> Pretty bad though, right? I oh mean, yeah, we can all agree that's. At I don't least know. know the words. I don't know if it's the worst of all time, but it's pretty bad. It like, is pretty bad. Uh, yeah, shit. So. I've seen some. I've seen some pretty bad ones. Like if you look at on YouTube, like some bad ones, you see some ones where people start and then they get totally embarrassed and just walk away. Oh. <laughs> right. I I went it's to a, a tough fight. Song to yeah, sing. it is, and it's but intimidating. At least know the, yeah, the words. yeah. You gotta at least or at least have the a cheat lyrics. sheet. Have a mm-hmm. fucking card there. No one cares. At least if you get the yeah. words right. right if you're your reading hand. it, who cares? Right. At least you're getting it right. Anyway, right on your hand. Start with Jose. Start with Jose (laughs) and write it on your hand. (laughs) All right. Moving on to world news. Walmart taking action on Amazon as they're launching their free next day delivery. Oh, yeah. The news comes weeks after Amazon said they are working towards soon offering free one-day shipping for Prime members. Walmart's free next day delivery, which doesn't require a membership, 
is debuting in Phoenix and Las Vegas and will expand to Southern California in the week, uh, in the coming week here. After that, Walmart plans to continue to gradually roll it out until next day deliver uh, is offered at most 75% of their uh, population in the U.S., including 40 of the top major 50 metropolitan areas. Oh, man. Service is going to be available for orders over $35 and up to 220000 frequently bought items. So. Oh, okay. Cool. My prediction for the future, there will be an Amazon mall and there will be a Walmart mall. Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> and it'll all be on the web? Mm-hmm. It'll all be on the web, right? I'm, they're getting to the point where they're... they're you know they're upping the ante. They're pretty soon, like Walmart's going to be like, "Yeah, we'll deliver it next hour in a foot rub for everybody in the house." <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, they're, shop with us. Anything to compete. Like Amazon's two day delivery was pretty impressive, and now they're trying to one up them by saying one day, next day. Yeah, that's pretty. You know, we'll see how it goes. Hey, but... we're, we'll reap the benefits as consumers. Yeah, yeah. As they find I already it out. love having my groceries delivered from Rayleigh's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Oh yeah, big time. <laughs> I like my crack being delivered by Steve. <laughs> Steve's. <laughs> He's, he's pretty he's fast. Real, yeah, he's fast. Yeah, it's fast as lightning. Yeah, for it started at two day delivery, and now it's <laughs> now it's you know two hour delivery. It's pretty cool. All right, guys, this U.S. city has the most billionaires per capita as we are moving along in world news, according to a new report. What city do you think it is? Most billionaires per capita. Is it a New York City, New York, B Seattle, Washington, oh. or C San Francisco? This California. is hard. I'm going with New York. This is a hard one. Most billionaires per capita. So most people, you know, the ratio of billionaires living there with the population. I think I, I, I heard famous, famous billionaires actually lost billions from New York. All right. Um, uh, I'm going to go with Washington. I was going to think San Francisco because it's in Bay Area and that's like booming right now, but I'm going to go with Washington. Washington and New York. All right, guys. Well, it is actually San Francisco. Oh, wow. oh man. I should have gone with my first experience. San Francisco has gone so downhill. Well, it's oh, not exactly not San Francisco. The, it's yeah. the Silicon Valley in general. Oh. Yeah. Um, oh, it. It's part of the Silicon Valley. San yeah. Francisco is there. Here's the deal. It has one billionaire per one, or excuse me. One billionaire per eleven thousand six hundred oh, residents. Oh wow, that's crazy! Wow. And they're still, and it's still hard for them to pay that's rent. That's the most per capita <laughs> right. in the world. They that, they live with roommates still. <laughs> I know. So right? with that many billionaires in that city, Whoa. can't they figure out how to clean it up? Yeah, I know. Well, right? It's so bad. Yeah. The nearest rival was New York City with mm-hmm. one billion. 81,000. Oh, that's oh. a big drop, though. That's that a is, huge yeah, difference, yeah. A huge right? difference. Followed by Dubai and Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. The study also revealed that though the number of billionaires worldwide fell to 2,600 last year, the number was up 4% in the U.S. Wow, so. that's pretty intense. Yeah, crazy. Oh, uh, what do you think the um, the most sexy accent in the United States is? I would say in the United States. Yeah, in the whole United States. If you had to pick a pick a A major, yeah, major metropolitan area accent, definitely not New York. Um, Mm. That's for sure. What would you say is the sexiest? Uh, Not us. I would. Well, I don't know. Not not California. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, not us. Okay. Um, So, what would you say is the sexiest? Um. Oh man, think about it for a second. I I, tough question. Carolina. Carolina, like a Nor- like South, like North South and South Carolina, like South Carolina, like a Southern drawl. Like a su- oh, you know, you know what? I, I mm-hmm. like your like answer. Like a Matthew McConaughey okay. type thing. Okay, um, I'm gonna go with. Um, oh, jeez, that's a tough one, man. 
That is a tough one. Say it, say it, Dahlia. Okay. Just real quick, um, pick a state. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. Give me a second. Give me a second. I'm gonna go with. I'll say. Jesus fucking, Christ. I don't know. I'll go, I'll <laughs> I don't know USA. <laughs> yeah. Pick a, pick a state. I'll go with the West Coast accent. Oh my okay. God. All right, we'll just go with that. Here's the deal. The accent dubbed the sexiest was from Texas. Uh, Texas. Oh, that's interesting. So you're right about the southern draw. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, southern draw. Mm-hmm. While Bostonian accent came in at number two. The Boston accent? They oh, say a Boston sexy. accent wow. is, is almost the most sexiest one out there. Mm, get in my car. Here's the, do- here's the deal, though. Long Island came in dead last. Oh, that's interesting. At number 50. So New Jersey, 49, almost dead last. New Jersey. But Boston came in at number two. Hmm. Uh, also, it sounds aggressive, not sexy. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, California's, uh, I think it was like number five or number six or something like that. Uh, so it wasn't really, we weren't really up there, but mm. interesting anyway. Uh, okay, moving on to conspiracy corner this week. People more likely to trust machines than humans oh. with their private information. Oh, okay, and with so, their privates. so okay uh, a lot of people you know think robots are going to be taking over the world a lot of people think bots are pretty untrustworthy in general Mm -hmm. well penn state researchers have found that people who trusted machines were significantly more likely to hand over their credit card numbers to a computerized travel agent than a human travel agent Mm. so that's how they're kind of uh, getting this information there is that it they're more likely to give you your information if it's a computerized travel agent compared mm-hmm. to a human one. Oh, Saying that. that, like, when I was on the phone, for example, I, I can kind of contest to this. I was trying to apply for a new credit line, mm-hmm. and the lady from uh, Citibank was asking me my social security number, my address, my full name, my date of birth, all of that stuff, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself... Man, if this lady's got a pen and a pad and a paper sitting right there, she's just writing this stuff down. Yeah. She could give it to her friends and say, hey, here's some fresh information. Do what you will. Fish him out. Try and get some money from this guy. Whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, yeah, maybe in a computer world that you wouldn't have that, like, instinctual human, like, I'm trying to screw. Conniving, yeah, yeah, conniving. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to screw this guy. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make some money. Like a computer isn't thinking like that. It's just storing the information. Right. So I can kind of see where they're coming from with this. Yeah, I can see it. There's no. Well, what there's, do you guys think as well? No, I yeah. agree. There's no rudeness. There's no malcontent. There's no. Yeah. There's no. Um. You you don't think of a computer being devious in any way? Like it's right. Just, yeah, that makes total sense. So yeah, I mean. People, you got to watch out uh, when you engage online with all that stuff. So mm-hmm. whether whether it's robots or not. Um, all right, weekly. What the fuck? This was crazy. Uh, Uber drivers, be aware. As a college assistant professor, also worked as an Uber driver in Phila- uh, Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, have been charged with kidnapping after being accused from trying to. Oh, excuse me, uh, I said Philadelphia, but it's Pennsylvania. Mm. Um, he tried to lock two women passengers in his car. Hmm. Richard Lamotley, who taught at Pennsylvania State University, facing charges of false imprisonment and harassment. Two women said they were picked up by him in his Uber. He commented on their looks, didn't follow the GPS, and eventually pulled over, put the car in park, and told them, you're not going anywhere. 
He tried to lock the doors, but the women were able to open the door. Oh, Dahlia, wow. what do you think of this story as wow. a woman? Um, and you take Uber, and you're always like, yeah, let's get an Uber. Let's get an Uber. I yeah, love Uber. Yeah, I, I don't mind getting an Uber. I prefer taking an Uber with a man with me or go. somebody else with me, but I always have my pepper spray. I or like it with a Brienne of Tarth with you. Or Brienne, yeah. <laughs> it will work. Yeah. I always have my knife. I always have. So yeah. if you're gonna lock me in a car in an Uber, you're gonna get sprayed. You're gonna get. You're gonna <laughs> yeah. get. You're gonna get fucked up if you're gonna try to lock me well, in because I'm prepared. I used to do the same thing. Excuse when my I, language. When, when I was operating a car service, but I would say I would stop the car and I would lock all the doors and I'd say, "You're not going anywhere." And then they would look at me all scared and I, I would right. go, "Without paying my great rates." Ass <laughs> <laughs> grass. Ass gas or grass. No one rides for free. <laughs> You see the bumper sticker? <laughs> yeah, and then they say, oh, and then, you oh, know, okay. hug all around, and then we go. All right. And yeah. then you get, like, a zero negative rating on your Uber. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, speaking of Uber, here's another thing to think about. Uh, they are even dirtier, dirtier than toilet seats, guys. Ooh. Oh, my God. Here's the deal. You might want to carry some hand sanitizer next time you hop into Uber or Lyft because insurance shopping website, net quote, swabbed surfaces. From three rideshare vehicles and mm. three rental cars, the rideshare vehicles had over six million colony-forming units, mm. while the rental cars had just over two million. A colony-forming unit is, quote, the number of viable bacteria cells present to a sample. Yum. We got one Uber ride, and there was, like, a, like she just, like, came from home, and, like, the car seat was still in the back seat. Oh, really? It was it was weird. To get some perspective, toilet seats were swabbed in the study. Had just over 170 CFU. Oh, I get it. Uber has Oh man, for the car that they tested. Yeah, so I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, I'm going to use that. To the my window buttons, guys, had the most bacteria. While in rental cars, gear shifts had the most bacteria. Oh, okay. Also, rideshare vehicles had the highest proportion of bacillus germs, which can cause infectious and food poisoning. So be aware when you guys are in those things. Yeah. Go go lick an Uber seat, people. Go and then be immune to every disease. Think about <laughs> that when you're going to get fast food. The person who just got a ride there that's preparing your food got a ride through Uber. Oh, yeah. And did not wash their hands. Yeah. And you're eating that burger. Well, yeah, a lot of those... DoorDash and and all of that stuff. Like if they got some dirty ass cars and they're dirty ass guys and they're handling your food, <laughs> just be aware oh, that that's what's man. going on. Great, thanks. My OCD just kicked into overdrive. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, this uh, moving on to more weekly. What the fuck this week? Uh, this is a pretty funny one. As okay, it's it's for most of us around the United States right now. It's winter time. Grill, uh, you know, grills really aren't being used as they should be. Mm-hmm. Here is a video of a lady with a possum family inside her grill as she pulls this open. Check it out, guys. There's oh, the yeah. mama possum, Aww. and there's all the baby possums. Oh, they're staying warm in there. Yeah, how'd they get in there? Possum, possum. She got in there somehow, and the possum mama's defending her babies. Yeah, look at that. Like- look. Possums. Yeah, look at them. Possums like, are not, but you know, I can say ah, but they are <laughs> definitely not adorable animals. Like they are definitely. But ugly it's so sad. Shit. I mean, you see that, like the mom just doing her duty, right? Like mm-hmm. trying to defend her babies there. Um, yeah. As we, you know, interact wow. with these 
animal species in our lives. I know, it's I love crazy. All I know. It's it's you know, opossums like they're just like all fucking ugly and horrible looking and they're they're, they're little shitheads and they eat dead. trash. But still, they deserve to live a nice comfortable life and it's cute to see them <laughs> inside the grill there with her oh, family. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Um, okay, speaking of other animals, check this out. Genius husband buys a tarantula to stop arachnophobe mother-in-law from visiting. So his mother-in-laws are really, uh, apparently they argue, not really get along very well. So he found out that his mother-in-law doesn't like spiders, so he got a tarantula. And you can see in the photo here, it's on full display in the living room. Oh, it is. And the tarantula is just chilling, and so she won't go over anymore. Oh, Uh, wow. Apparently she was coming over unannounced. They were, you know, asking to do stuff with their kids. And uh, so he just put this uh, tarantula thing up in there, and now no problems. So wow, I don't get that. I, I love my in-laws. Like, uh, yeah, that's weird. They're... We're lucky. We're lucky. But yeah, yeah. Uh, there's there's issues with that all over the world. And I, I don't understand. What is that? Like, I don't understand. Just don't two different is. families, like two different personalities, two different upbringings, mm-hmm. two different cultures. You know, it happens quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So moving on more. Uh, check this out. You can get Whoppers delivered to your car in traffic now. Oh. With six million How? different bacteria. <laughs> yeah, right. right? How it's, will they even get in there, though? It's called the Traffic oh. Jam Whopper. Uh, Whopper? Whopper. Whopper, oh, wow. babe. Not a Whopper. I'm taking you on all your, like, misnomers. <laughs> the, tr- the Traffic Jam Whopper. Uh, successfully testing it in Mexico City. Now it's being unveiled in Los Angeles. Oh. They drive motorcycles, if uh. you're asking. Uh, drivers will be able to cover an order from a voice initiative app where they're uh, in a delivery zone. It'll be a 1.9-mile radius from the closest Burger King, and the food will be d- brought by a person using a motorcycle and Google oh. Map in real-time data. So uh, they- If I was stuck in, in a 1.9-mile traffic jam for two hours in L.A., I'd probably just order it and then just throw it at somebody. <laughs> right? <laughs> throw the milkshake on their fucking window. Yeah, the next Thanks, person... Thanks, man. Is, yeah. Here you go. Fucking throw next it Next person who honks at me, I'm just going to throw it out. This <laughs> in their open window. All right. All right, all you hot candy guys is trying to find the next thing in hot, all the new candy out there. Mm. Skittles Dips. Ooh, this was interesting though. It's Skittles being dipped in yogurt. Oh, okay. Um, the packaging was leaked. This was from somebody who works in the, uh, apparently yeah. in the store. Well, that this was is... my nickname in prison. <laughs> Skittles, Skittles dips. <laughs> <laughs> was that I'm a all fact? for it. Yeah, I'm all for it. Check Man, this you out. You want something? You want something? You go talk to Skittles. Dips. All right. Speaking of more crazy food news, look at this pizza, Ugh. Charles. Ugh. What what are you what That's are you looking at? Spaghetti pineapple <laughs> spaghetti pizza. <laughs> That's right. Domino's, <laughs> believe it or not, Domino's have teamed up with food manufacturer <laughs> Wadi's to launch a bizarre new limited edition Hawaiian spaghetti pizza. Wow. The canned pasta and pineapple chunk pie will run you 7.99. It's only available in New Zealand. Wow. For now, in addition to those non-traditional toppings, these also come stacked with glazed ham and mozzarella cheese. Oh, my God. You know, Hawaiian spaghetti pizza was also the <laughs> what they called the last episode of Game of Thrones. Because <laughs> it, it was that bad. It was, it was that, it was that it, yeah. abomination of a, of a thing, right? <laughs> Let's just make Brand King. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, guys, we are out of here for the week. Enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. 
and we will see you guys next week. Have a good one. Peace. Bye. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of the garage rock show tgrs assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein this disclaimer is posted in full at thegaragerockshow.com